Welcome to Hire Breakthrough, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs like you take the breakdown out of their hiring breakthrough. If you're a founder who is ready to take back control and build your A-team without the overwhelm, you are in the right place. Your host, Kimon Napier, is a hiring strategist, speaker, consultant, and CEO of Hire Breakthrough. We're on a mission to help founders like you connect with the right talent to scale higher. Your time is way too valuable to stay stuck, and we want to show you how to stop chasing unicorns, take an intentional approach to your talent strategy, so you can make your next right higher. Let's get started. Welcome to the Higher Breakthrough Podcast. My name is Kamal Napier aka the hiring strategist and today we're going to be talking all about artificial intelligence so we're going to talk about artificial intelligence also known as ai and we're going to talk about the pros and the cons of using this technology now if you don't know what artificial intelligence is i'm going to jump right into that so artificial intelligence also known as ai refers to systems or machines that mimic human intelligence to perform tasks that can improve themselves based on the information that they collect. So in this episode, what we'll be talking about is, should this be actually used in hiring? And if so, what are the implications? So let's jump into that. All right. So before we get started, I want to just talk about how AI has definitely just taken our world by storm. AI has been used in so many different ways. It's definitely a new era. But the problem is that there is no restrictions yet on artificial intelligence. And so we've reached a point where people are using artificial intelligence in the hiring process. Now, there's so many different outcomes and scenarios that can happen when using this. So I want to talk about some of that stuff. So let's unravel, you know, AI in hiring and how you can better use it if you choose to use it in your business when it comes to hiring. Okay, so the first thing is that let's focus on the positive. So artificial intelligence can really streamline your recruitment process. So imagine a world where you're putting out your job applications, you know, your your job descriptions, you are putting out the requirements and you have a technology that can shift through resumes, it can match skills, it can look at the qualifications of the job and so forth. So, you know, if you're thinking about it in those terms, it can save business owners a ton of time when it comes to the hiring process. So that is the first process. It can really streamline your recruitment process. So if you have a company organization or a business that does a ton of hiring, you may want to utilize AI because it can help you. But of course, like I said, it's not regulated. So there can be some, you know, unknown effects of actually utilizing the uh, AI in the hiring process because it can make it a lot easier for, you know, owners and CEOs um, and cut some costs when it comes to hiring. But at the same time, there are some unintended biases when it comes to hiring. So let's talk about some of those. Okay, so I like to call this like the dark side of AI and hiring because algorithms, of course, are powering these systems, right? So the problem with that is that it's eliminating human behavior. And although some of these systems are thought to eliminate human biases, the problem is that 
it's not immune to inheriting the bias based off of whatever data it's collecting. So that's the thing. AI, artificial intelligence is pulling data from all these places. At the same time, the problem is that it can really lead to existing inequalities and prejudices. So the, in a nutshell, let's think about it in this term. Only humans can truly understand humans, at least at this point. I mean, I believe maybe sometime in the future, you know, technology will be so advanced that it could really start to maybe think for us, but it can't, it doesn't have uh, emotional cues. It doesn't have that kind of stuff in technology. So AI really cannot measure human nature. And when you are hiring, you simply, you cannot rely solely on data. It has to be like visual cues. It has to be like intuition. And so if you're basing your hiring process on AI, it can really affect the future of your company because it can cause a lot of unconscious bias. So think about it in this step, in this sense. If you're choosing the most ideal candidate and human being for your job, and you're using it based off of AI, is it going to take into account the interviews? Is it going to take into account um, some of what this person is bringing to the table? It doesn't take into account things like diversity hiring. So for, of course, if you have a company and that is a, a big objective for you is to bring more diverse uh, types of people into your company, AI is probably not the way for you to go. And it's not going to necessarily help you. Now, it, in hindsight, it can actually cause you to spend some more time because the time that you're trying to figure out, you know, how to use these systems, the time that you're trying to figure out, you know, are they actually selecting the right people and so forth, you probably could have just done the process um, with an actual human or recruiter like myself. So, I want you to just think about that construct when you're thinking about AI. So let's talk about some of these other unconscious biases. So inequality, let's just talk about that for a second, because if you, if you're really thinking about it, you have, we know that we have people in this world, people of color, uh, BIPOC people, people who have a history of inequality when it comes to getting jobs, when it comes to getting roles and so forth. So if we're using AI and the artificial intelligence is going to pull on that data, what it's going to cause is the same sort of inequalities. Now, of course, I don't think when whoever was creating artificial intelligence and AI necessarily thought about that, but it is a casualty of actually using the technology. So when AI is applied without a real understanding of its potential impact, it really runs the risk of amplifying a lot of these existing disparities in the workforce. So for example, in Fortune 500 co uh, companies, there's no uh, woman of color, BIPOC person who are CEOs of these companies. So that's a huge disparity because look how much Fortune 500 companies that we have. So AI is going to pull on a lot of those uh, disparities. Now, at the same time, as organizations lean more on AI tools, they have to be really aware of the potential biases and disparities. So, you know, they're going to have to monitor it or they're going to have to adjust it. They're going to have to make a, a commitment to fairness because I'll give you an example. 
a lot of times the jobs that we're seeing out here, and I hear it from candidates all the time, I've applied for like a hundred jobs and, you know, I'm not getting to the interview stage. Like, what is the problem? The problem is a lot of these companies, when you are applying to a job, a human is not actually looking at the job description. So that's the first problem. It's actually some sort of technology, some sort of artificial intelligence, AI, that's actually looking at that information. So it's leading to a lot of frustration when it comes to candidates. And honestly, it could affect the reputation of your brand overall, if you really think about it. Because I've seen, I've even tested this out myself. Like you put in an application and maybe within a couple of hours, it's rejected. Like you can tell when that technology is being used. So it can lead to all these biases. Now, of course, if you're monitoring it, it can be an aid to you. But the problem with it is that a lot of businesses, specifically small businesses, specifically uh, startup companies that don't necessarily have a ton of funding to invest um, in large scalable teams, they don't have the the people that is required to actually be constantly monitoring this process. So they don't have a full-fledged recruitment team. They don't have like a people department. It might just literally be one person operating with that. So you have to pick and choose to see if this is going to actually be a real aid to you or if this is going to be an overall hindrance. And that is how um, you can come to a determination of is AI going to actually help me with this or should I actually be uh, utilizing some more um, inclusive traditional uh, recruitment strategies in order to hire the talent that I need? So it's, you know, it's a it's a scenario. It's not a, a it's not a win for all situation, but these are the things that you need to be aware of. The other thing that you really need to be aware of is the laws. So this is a new thing. There are laws that are being passed that is essentially banning AI because of the bias that it can potentially cause. So I'll give you an example of that. New York City has an AI bias law. So it's an automated employment decision tool law. It went into effect July 5th of 2023, and it's really making a significant stride when it comes, um, when it comes to curbing bias with AI-driven uh, recruitment. Because this is the problem is that because it's not regulated, it can cause more harm than good. So things need to be put into place in order to monitor a lot of this, a lot of this stuff. So the, this regulation specifically is going to require companies that are utilizing AR to actually conduct annual audits. Hence, this is why I was saying, if you don't have enough manpower, enough people on your team in order to really monitor the AI, make tweaks and all that kind of stuff, it can actually be a real hindrance to you rather than an aid. So these audits, however, are going to be operated by third parties. And I understand the, the need for it because, you know, if it's an internal audit, you know, somebody who is not, uh, you know, necessarily wanting to follow the law and certain things, you know, can probably, you know, say that it's definitely an inclusive tool when it's really not. So that's probably the reason 
why this law is being focused on conducting these audits that are operated by third parties that don't have any ties to the companies. Because what those audits are going to do is going to expose any biases. So, you know, of course, you may not have an intentional bias when you're using the technology unless you're really into probably artificial intelligence and AI um, and, and tweaking that hiring process. But it's going to expose the bias. These audits are going to expose any biases, whether they're intentional or not. So this these are some of the reasons why these laws are now taken into place. Now, because this law was passed, what usually happens with laws like these is that other states, other cities, other counties uh, will follow suit and start to pass their own laws. So I'm going to predict that there is going to be other states that will eventually pass their own AI bias law. And who knows, it might even get to the federal level at some point. But however, I am here to share this information with you so you can make uh, your own decision when it comes to if you want to actually utilize these tools. So let's talk about this a little bit further. So these audits are going to unearth a lot of these hidden biases that are in these AI algorithms. So for example, if you put something you know, maybe if you tell the AI to like write you some form of a job description, maybe it actually has some content in there that is actually, um, what what am I trying to say? That's actually copyrighted. You know, it's not taking all of that kind of stuff into account. And so if you are using that and you're using um, any of that information and it's actually you know, really plagiarizing or it's really pulling somebody's intellectual property, you can probably get in trouble for that. So think about those things with AI. I know that is very far-fetched, but this is why that we need these processes in place in order for us to utilize this technology to really aid us in the process. And so we're not penalized. So let's jump into that. What are the penalties for non-compliance? So with New York City's anti-bias law, there are consequences. So if you're not conducting these audits, failing to conduct the audits will start at a fine of $500, but it can actually go all the way up to $1,500 per instance, per instance. So if you are a company and you're doing some serious hiring and, you know, the audit is seeing that you've, maybe you've hired like 10 people and, the audit has found that you've not complied with that law in all instances of that hiring, then you're going to be paying a fine per instance. So the penalty, if you think about it, it's really, it really shows the seriousness of the situation and why the regulations is needed. Um, so yeah, AI in a nutshell. So of course, you don't want to just think about the financial toll. Like I said before, you want to think about the reputation of your brand. This is going to affect the, the relationships that candidates and employees have in 2023, because as we learn more about artificial intelligence and AI, we are, we're realizing that it can be blatantly obvious when somebody is using that technology in order to do anything, including hiring practices. So these are things that you wanna consider. Now, I know before I said that there are going to be, as I suspect, more AI bias laws beyond New York City. 
So, you know, based off of research, other places that I believe that are possibly going to pass um, other laws are states like New Jersey, states like Maryland and Illinois. So they're already considering legislation to mandate these audits um, with a lot of these AI tools. So, of course, the repercussions of all of this stuff can, of course, be a real pain to business owners. But I think you also have to think about how it's going to um, affect your brand, expect, affect your hiring process, because the time that you might be spending on this, like I said, you might it might be costing you money. You know, I'm a big proponent that time is money. So if you're spending tons and tons of hours on this to try to figure out how to use a lot of these AI technologies in order to conduct your hiring process, you could probably, you know, have just utilized the recruiter. You could have probably um, had somebody on your team to manage that process. Um, and it would have done more good than bad. Because like I said, you know your company. The people that work for you know your company, know what it is that you need. And so AI can't mimic human behavior in terms of emotions in that way. So these are some of the reasons why I say AI can be a real aid, because of course it can automate the process, but it could also be a real hindrance if you don't know what you're doing because of a lot of the ethical dilemma. So in a nutshell, I wanted to give you some facts based off a lot of the AI stuff that we're talking. The Society of Human Resources, that SHRM, has found that nearly one in four organizations plan to start using or increase their use of AI tools in hiring and recruitment over the next five years. Now, because of these statistics, I believe that's why a lot of these laws are being passed, because there are people um, and advocates that can see the harm that this can actually do without any sort of regulation. And so that's that to statistics. Now, of course, what I believe is a is not a necessarily an intentional effect of utilizing AI, but technology and artificial overall, it might display some jobs in the long term. Um, and it might make teams a little bit more smaller. So I know one industry that um that has taken AI has taken by store is copywriting. Um, another one is things like graphics, um, coding, you know, there, there's so much that cause and effect to this, but in a nutshell, human element is still needed because as I said, for example, if, you know, I'm reading blogs, if I'm reading information, I can tell when, uh, AI has been used in order to write it. It, it doesn't have the personality and that's the problem with utilizing that technology. So, Enough about all of that. Now, what I hope I was able to help you with in this episode is understanding whether or not utilizing AI in your hiring process can actually really help you or really hinder you when it comes to using it. Now, I think we can chart a course towards a future where technology, innovation, and fairness can coexist. But I think in order to do that, we're going to have to be more careful about how we're using AI. There's going to necessarily be need to be um, more research. It's going to need to be regulated. So we have to acknowledge that there are potential pitfalls when it comes to using AI um, because it could reinforce bias. It can create ethical uh, dilemmas. And so there's a delicate balance, but I feel like 
with us sharing this information and of course me advocating and sharing this with all of you so it could benefit your businesses, I believe that we can get to a common ground of how we can eventually use this technology to really be helpful to us. So all I want to say is thank you for tuning into this episode. If you're a business owner and you're ready to move from a team of none to a scalable and profitable team, be sure to join my Build a Breakthrough Team community. It's a community that I created for those of you who are ready to build the teams you need to stop being the employee and to really be the true CEO. So if that interests you, you can join the free community by visiting hirebreakthrough.com forward slash group. So I hope this episode was extremely helpful. If you enjoy this episode of the podcast, please rate and review the podcast below and stay tuned for the next episode. Are you ready to make your next right hire, but are stuck in the weeds? If so, be sure to grab the Scale Hire Roadmap. This is a resource that we developed to give you the steps to attract and hire your A-team. You can get the roadmap for yourself at hirebreakthrough.com roadmap. 